0: What's up, football fans? You have found the Behind the Lines podcast for week 13. My name is Stephen Andrus, joined each and every week on this show by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. In this episode, we are going to look back at the week that was betting in the NFL in week 12, including the Thanksgiving games, the biggest public wins, the biggest public losses. We will also look ahead to Monday night football between the Steelers and the Colts and week 13 opening odds over at BetMGM. Give you an idea of where those numbers sit right at the start of the week in our ever changing quest to try and get closing line value by the end of the week. Although that typically hasn't always worked out this season. It's been a tough year for the public and Christian, as always, that is my first question to you. Did we get a public win in week 12 or was it yet another uh, kick in the teeth for for all the betters out there?
1: I don't have good news to report. No, it was uh, (laughs) I wouldn't say a kick in the teeth, but it was definitely another another win for the book.
0: Fair enough. So, what were some of the uh, some of the wins for the book in that case? The biggest public losses. will start on that side.
1: Yeah, a couple upsets that went our way for sure. Uh, that Ravens-Jags ending uh, was was great for the book. We we weren't writing very many uh, Jaguars bets. Uh, about eighty percent of our action was on the Ravens, so that was our biggest winner of Sunday. Uh, another big winner that we had was Bucks-Browns. Similar situation, uh, the favorite not covering there and. Browns winning outright was uh, the ideal outcome for the book.
0: Hey, if you watch if you watch this show last week, my early week bet was the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus four and a half. I feel like I'm on an island with very few people on Jacksonville being better than what their record is at this point in the season. So, I think Doug Peterson is a very good coach. I think he is at least getting good game plans in place for Trevor Lawrence in this offense and. Uh, the Ravens had some poor red zone luck that that went the ra- that went Jacksonville's way and they were able to get inside the number there and uh, and, and win the game outright on top of it. So um, one for the show here after after that upset in week 12. How about the other side here? How about the uh, the biggest public wins in week 12?
1: Sunday night was uh, finally a good outcome for for the public here. It's been actually a few different Sundays and these standalone Sunday night, Monday nights that have been uh, very good for the book. This is one that went the other way. The uh, uh, Packers-Eagles game was a bad outcome for us. A lot of points and uh, the favorite ended up covering. So that was that was our worst one. Uh, and then also uh, Texans-Dolphins was another bad one for us. Um, Dolphins just running away with that one. So those were our two uh, worst ones of the week.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, Christian, and say it's gonna be impossible for you guys to write a lot of tickets on the Houston Texans for the rest yes. of the season.
1: Yeah. Fair <laughs> to say, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking ahead here. We'll get to it in a minute here, but uh, I, there's the number I'm seeing now. Despite them being a home dog in Week 13, you're not gonna get anybody betting on Houston. I mean, I, I these this I think is it fair to say with the Houston Texans at this point with what they're trotting out there? This is a situation where you guys are gonna make a number based on what it should be, based on what they've been this year and on closing lines, what the market has told you coming into this week. But it doesn't necessarily mean that anybody's going to want to bet on this team because they're a dumpster fire. It's going to take a lot for you to make some crazy number to get even sharp money to bet Houston.
1: Yeah, pretty much at this point. I mean, they're the one team this season that has been much worse than, I guess, the rest. All these other teams are – able to beat kind of anyone on Sunday, even though they look, you know, horrible one week, but they'll be able to pull it together. And the Texans are just the one that just has not been able to do that. And and we are certainly struggling to write Texans tickets. And I will imagine that trend will continue.
0: Yeah. Even the saving grace for that offense, Damian Pierce has just run into a wall the past two weeks with less than 20 yards rushing combined in his last two games. So I don't, man, good, good luck to you guys on the, on, On the Houston games the rest of the season, because I think you're going to have a lot of money on the opposite side every week of the season. So we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll check in with you the rest of the way. Uh, Before we go to week 13 and look at the opening lines at Ben MGM, let's check in here on Monday Night Football. We have the Steelers at the Colts. The Jeff Saturday show rolls on in Indianapolis. Uh, Where are we at in terms of of the line and the over-under in this game? And is there anything that could happen in this game that will sway the outcome overall for you guys in in Week 12?
1: Uh, We are at Colts minus 2.5 here at home with a 39-point total. Um, Not too, too much will sway us for the week. Uh, I'd imagine this game won't get as much action as a usual Monday night that we take. Um, but so far it's also a bit more 50/50. Uh, we are leaning more towards the colts. I think it's actually I think we actually have about 60% on the Colts. Um, so slight lean there. We'll be rooting for the Steelers, but uh, it, it shouldn't do anything to sway us too too much.
0: For those of you watching and listening, if you missed our Megapod last week or what I posted in our Discord channel, and if you're not in our Discord top right-hand corner of the Lions.com homepage, you can hit the button and join for free. Uh, I highlighted the Steelers team as a solid teaser leg for Monday Night Football with such a low total under 40. At two and a half now, you can get up through three and seven. So right now at MGM, you can get it at plus eight and a half. So I have that tied in with a 49ers teaser leg still to round out my week 12 card and um, You can probably still tease it here with a couple of options for week 13, which we'll get into here in a minute, Christian. So let's, let's start going down this card here for this upcoming week. And there are a lot of big, pivotal, divisional games in week 13, which I think makes the card even more interesting. But we will start with Thursday night football, where the Buffalo Bills have not looked sharp and now they have to go to New England to face Bill Belichick.
1: Yeah, two straight Thursdays for both these teams, too. Uh, Bill's at Patriots. Uh, Bill's five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road with a 44-and-a-half-point total.
0: Yeah, that that's an interesting one to me because the Buffalo Bills find themselves in a dogfight for the division with the Miami Dolphins not going anywhere here. And now they have to go to New England. And say what you want about the New England offense, but they were able to execute against Minnesota. But I think that there certainly is cause for concern for the New England defense at this point. I feel, I thought Matt Brown and Adam Caney made some good points on the Megapod last week that New England played a lot of really soft quarterbacks that was um, leading to great success and boosting their metrics to elite levels. And perhaps they are not as elite on defense as we thought after the Minnesota Vikings were able to put up a ton of points on them on Thanksgiving. So perhaps this was a a schedule situation for New England's defense that was making them look better than they are. And, and now they have to face Buffalo and Josh Allen after having to uh, having struggles against Minnesota's offense. So uh, interesting spot here for sure. For the Buffalo bills. You're listening to the lines.com podcast network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sportsbooks, all in one place. Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. To make you a better sports better. Okay, early one o'clock slate in week thirteen. Christian Steelers
1: at the Falcons. Falcons open up as one and a half point favorites at home. The total is forty two. Packers at the Bears. Packers are two and a half point favorites on the road. Total is forty two and a half. Jaguars uh, at the Lions. Lions are one and a half point favorites. That totals fifty one and a half. Commanders at the Giants. Commanders are 1.5-point favorites on the road, and that totals 40.5. Eagles-Titans. Eagles Eagles are 5.5-point favorites at home with a 44-point total. Broncos-Ravens. Ravens Uh, Ravens are 8-point favorites here at home, and that totals 38.5. Browns at Texans. Browns open up as 7-point favorites on the road, and that totals 45.5. Jets at the Vikings. Jets uh, opened up as three-point uh, dogs here against the Vikings, and that total is 44. That's the last of the one-clocks.
0: All right, I have a question for you about the Green Bay-Chicago game. Obviously, no playoff implications here, but we have the Aaron Rodgers injury situation, suffered a rib issue on Sunday Night Football, left the game. Jordan Love finished the game out. I would be surprised if Rodgers plays this week given that they're four and eight and don't have anything left to play for but typically when we get into a situation like this earlier in the week with a spread with quarterback uncertainty you guys will post a number that's kind of straddling the middle between which quarterback's going to play is that the case here again with the Green Bay Packers Bears spread
1: yeah, this is a case of we'd, we're we operating at pretty low limits for, for this game until we get a little more certainty on who's going to play a quarterback because there's quarterback question marks on both sides of the ball here too. Um, although Rodgers did say as long as they're mathematically in it, he still wants to to suit up if he can. So we'll see what happens throughout the week. But, yeah, this is kind of a floating number for now, uh, waiting on on what we, we can find out about the quarterbacks.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. And I think another interesting line here that at least the casual fan will be surprised by is the Giants commanders line with the Giants and their record, I believe, uh, still seven wins. The commanders, I think, six wins. So, I mean, There's the Giants. First, so. Yeah. And they're they're a home dog here against Washington. And That, I think, will fly in the face of what the casual fan will believe about these two teams. So on a neutral field, you're essentially saying that the Giants are a field goal or more underdog against Washington at this point, right?
1: Yeah, yep, that's exactly it. Um, Definitely the most interesting line of the week. A few weeks ago, I don't think it would have been that, but the Commanders have been uh, putting together a few couple good weeks here. So that's where that
0: comes from. And I think an early week bet for me, is going to be the Tennessee Titans at the Philadelphia Eagles here because of what I believe to be still stopping the run issues for Philadelphia, and they have to face a strong run-blocking offensive line in Tennessee. Um, Derrick Henry coming to town. And then on the flip side there, we saw the Eagles rack, rack up more than 300 yards rushing against the Green Bay Packers, but the Packers have like the stone worst rush defense in the NFL. The Titans have a very strong front. And this feels like a game with two running teams. That means they're going to shorten the game. Possessions are going to be fewer and I'm getting a fairly sizable number here at five and a half. I think possibly we get to six here because the market and sharp money has been betting on the Eagles ever since last season. So I'm going to wait here and see if I can get a six on Tennessee. And that would be an early week bet for me uh, going into this one. I've I've changed my opinion on Tennessee at this point. I know that they lost to the Bengals last week, but um, it's a team that I couldn't quite quantify and figure out, but they do two things well. They run the ball well, and on defense, they get pressure without blitzing, which is – a cheat code in today's NFL. So if you can do those two things, it's going to keep you in tight games. And I, I don't see the Eagles winning this game by a touchdown or more against the Tennessee Titans and an extremely well-coached team under Mike Vrabel. So uh, that's another one I have my eye on for week number 13. Uh, how about the late window here, Christian? Thankfully, no more of these two game slates. Like I've been joking about all week, we have uh, some decent NFL red zone channel action here. Yeah, for sure. Much better this week. Uh, Seahawks at the Rams. Seahawks are five and a half
1: point favorites on the road here. Four, total 42. Dolphins at the 49ers. 49ers are three and a half point favorites at home. That totals 46 and a half. Chiefs at Bengals. Chiefs are three point favorites on the road. Total fifty-one and a half. Last of the four o'clocks. Chargers at the Raiders. Chargers are two and a half point favorites on the road. That total fifty and a half.
0: Man, that Dolphins-Niners game is probably the game of the week, right? Like two teams that are ascending in each of their conferences that are going to be a problem for opponents in the playoffs. And I'm not surprised by the number. I won't say that because the 49ers, I think by most books at this point, are rated as the top team in the NFC. But three and a half against the Dolphins team, who I think – The ratings and the metrics haven't quite, pardon me, haven't quite adjusted to what this offense has been when two is on the field. If you look at their overall season numbers, they're good. They're not elite, but there's games with Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater baked into those games. If you take them out, Miami's right up there offensively with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills of the NFL They have not really been stopped whatsoever when two has been on the field. So the hook here is interesting to me for Miami at three and a half. Also considering the fact that Mike McDaniel is a former coach of the 49ers and knows exactly how to game plan against this coaching staff. So really an interesting chess match here because the Miami Dolphins, the, the Miami Dolphins offense has basically been built to be a clone of the San Francisco 49ers offense. But I think they have better weapons at receiver with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. So that's really interesting to me, Christian, that you have this at three and a half. And I'm very curious where this line goes. Uh, Just just your opinion off the top of your head here. Which direction do you think this line goes or do you think it kind of stays where it's at the whole week?
1: Uh, I, i'm i'm with you usually when we get like games like this uh that hook usually becomes important and the sharps usually like to try to get that three and a half so i would imagine this probably goes to to three uh by the end of the week but yeah i'm, I'm with you this should be the game of the week and it'll definitely be uh i'd imagine some points here too um should be an interesting one but i i'm with you on the the dolphins here kind of I feel like kind of a, maybe a little bit disrespect on the three and a half from how they played with Tua over the past few weeks.
0: Yeah, really, really fun spot here. Man, we haven't even talked about the Chiefs and the Bengals. Like, what a fun game that is, too. Total of 51 and a half. The Bengals seem to have right at the ship here. Maybe they get Jamar Chase back here. Um, man, I... I assume people are going to keep betting on the Chiefs. And if we get three and a half here, I'm going to be really tempted by the Bengals. But nothing, no play for me here at this point on that one. Uh, let's go to primetime here, Christian. Sunday night football and Monday night football. And clearly the preseason schedule makers thought the Indianapolis Colts were going to be a good team. Because here they are again in primetime. okay.
1: Yep. Colts at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites at home with a 43 point total. And then Monday night, Saints, Bucks. Bucks are still five and a half point favorites, and that totals is 40 and a half.
0: Five, wow. Five and a half for the Bucks against the Saints. Yeah. That's more about
1: the Saints than it does about the Bucks. <laughs> it does. I mean, they scored over. zero
0: points last week, so yeah. I can't <laughs> say I'm totally surprised here, but. I mean, we know the history of these two teams, and they play each other extremely tight and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against a bad Browns defense didn't exactly light the world on fire either, so I would be stunned if this doesn't move to around four we're in a we're in the dead zone here at five and a half, so I mean it's, we're probably going to get some movement one way or the other, but um. Yeah. I really don't want to bet on the Saints offense, Christian. I really don't. I don't think Dennis Allen is a sharp head coach at all, but man, yeah. you are tempting me here. I get good, good lines, bring action, right? One way or the yeah. other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be tough to bet on a team that scored zero points the week before, but yeah. It's
0: Total plug issue. your nose special if, if we, if we yeah. happen to do that. Oh, man. Uh, Good stuff. As always, Christian, appreciate the insight on these lines and these teams heading into week number 13 for the rest of you out there. Beat the closing line. We'll be back on Tuesday with Nicole, Eli, and Mo Megapod as always on Friday for the college basketball fans out there should be sure to check out outside shots with Eli and Scott Phillips and also the college football podcast. We're going to be doing a lot during bowl season. We're going to try and have a video for every single bowl game on our YouTube channel. So be sure to check that out with Brett Gibbons, our resident college football writer. But for now, for Christian Cipollini, I'm Stephen Andrus. Thanks for watching. Best of luck with your bets in week number 13.